Jesus Christ. I speak prophetically that may the winds of change blow in your favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Any debris of life, let it be swept away by the wind of change. Any troubles of life, let them be swept away by the winds of change. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, the things that the Lord will use to establish you may come into your domain in the mighty name of Jesus. From today, I speak prophetically that may the joy of the Lord envelop your life. May the peace of God surround your life. May the beauty of God rest upon the works of your hands in the mighty name of Jesus. I see expansion. I see expansion. I see things happening progressively. I pray prophetically His progressive grace to come upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare over your life that today as you have come on this platform to listen to us, to tune in with us, may you be blessed in every area of your life. May the grace of expansion come upon your life. May you expand in your business deals. May you expand in your establishment. May you expand in every area that will bring you some financial resources in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In your educational pursuit, may you be successful in every area that you want to have a career. Declare in the mighty name of Jesus that may the Lord establish it and expand it for you in Jesus' mighty name. Because Amen. I see a lot of things happening in our platform today. People of God, I desire that your heart will be towards God, but not men. Amen. Because God Amen. alone is the one that is able. Hallelujah. Whatever it is that I would desire to do for you or you may want to do for yourself, it is only God who can help us. Amen. If God does not help you and I, where shall we? So I pray today in the name of Jesus Christ, this grace will come upon you, envelop you in every area of your life. Whatever it is that you have desired, the Lord himself do it for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. People of God, with all due respect, I welcome my wife, my one and only Mrs. Ejari. Please, let's work prepared to take over from here. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning, Lydiana. Good morning. It's always... Um, a pleasure to come to you every day and this morning i just want to encourage you the bible says in psalm 112 in psalm 112, i was glad when the lord when they said to me let us go into the house of the lord i was glad when they said to me let us go into the house of the lord and we are so grateful to the mighty god for his continuous mercies and his grace upon our lives and this morning we just want to give him thanks for every step that you take with us, for his protection of our lives, of our families, of our friends. You know, every day we wake up, we, we, we just want to give him praise because a lot of us went to bed, many went to bed last night. Not everybody were able to, I mean, get up this morning. And we have been given that opportunity, that life. So this morning, I just want you to lift up your voice with me to bless the mighty name of God. Let's bless the name of Jesus. If you can unmute your mic, wherever you are, please unmute. And let us bless God for his mercies, for his gracious hand upon our lives. 
Father, we give you thanks. Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Heavenly Father, we just want to magnify your name this morning for your faithfulness, my God. My Lord, if, if he has not been you who has been on our side, where would we be, oh God? We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you praise. You are worthy of all praise, oh God. All creation, oh God, bow before you, oh God. Jehovah God, the heavens and the earth, oh God, proclaim your wondrous works, oh God. Father, who can be like in among the gods who is like unto you, oh God. You are faithful, oh God, always doing wonders in our lives, oh God. This morning, my God, we say thank you, oh God. Thank you for each and everyone on this platform, oh God. For their families, oh God. For their fight, my God. Every blessing in our hands, oh God. For the food on our table, oh God. Father, we are forever grateful. Father, we are forever thankful. We bless you. 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 The Bible says that I will enter into his gates with thanks given in my heart and into his court with praise. Father, as we have entered into your gates, O oh God, and as your word comes, O oh Lord, May our spirits be open unto you, O oh God. May you go deep into our souls, O oh God, to bring transformation, O oh God, to bring restoration, O oh God. My God, to renew us once again. We give you thanks, O oh God, for your month servants, O oh Lord. That as he speaks, O oh God, may you use him, my God, to bring to bring revelation, O oh God, to bring, my God, liberation, O oh God, to also transform, O oh God, so we can renew our minds, so we can renew my God, that which we know, oh Lord. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We give you thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Good morning, family. Good morning, family. My name is Mrs. Anajari. And we welcome you to Emmanuel Christian Assembly. We are so glad that you have chosen this place of worship to honor the Lord's name with us. If you are new to this church, we would like to thank you for worshiping with us and we warmly welcome you into the church as our brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for your time with us. We bless God for your lives and your family. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you, Lady Anna. Thank you. Hallelujah. We thank God for the Thank God for the grace. We thank for what He has begun doing in our lives. We are trusting the more through us. That by God's grace, the time that He will call us home, we would have spent our life for the purpose of kingdom. So that Jesus be glorified in all that we do. Amen. Amen. Today is a very special day again that I have great people back met with us. I have some of my friends who are from school who are connected. I'm pleased to, to say that these are great people that are really love God uh, uh, for their lives. I'm God for all that God is doing in their lives. Others are also on the platform. Oh, I am fully covered on every side. Hallelujah. Amen. How I have the, the Lord Jesus Christ backing me up. Uh, today, we want to continue and finish off the conditions of grace. That's part three for the day. Uh, God's grace. And I'm trusting that this word will really find a place in your heart so that if you are able to walk with these conditions, 
there is no telling that you will be successful in this life. I mean, there, is, there wouldn't be any amount of that you will never be able to say, oh, this one is way beyond me. I cannot go through it. I cannot be uh, successful in that and all this. So, people of God, I want your heart to be open. Hear the voice of my spirit. Hallelujah. I will say it again. I say, do what? Hear the voice of my spirit. If you do that, you will surely be blessed. Sometimes the English language uh, limits our ability, the best that we want to give. I believe by the grace of God, if you are in tune with my spirit, then whatever the spirit wants you to hear, it will rather res resonate within your spirit and for you to walk by them. Because the Bible says that we shouldn't live by the flesh. Hallelujah. But we have to be by the Spirit. We should walk by the Spirit. So please today, open your heart with me so that we can go straight into the Word of God and to be able to see how the Word of the Lord is bringing a sense of understanding about how best we can become a student of the Word and being established in the Lord our God. Hallelujah. We began last time uh, by explaining that grace is one of the release or it is the release of divine enablement that comes upon a child of God like you. Hallelujah. The grace of God is the release of a divine enablement that comes upon a child of God like you. For you to be able to act effectively and efficiently to do the will of the Father in all that God has called you to do to benefit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We spoke last time about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. It is the Lord, Lord's kingdom that he has created an atmosphere that we also be partaker of this kingdom. We being the subject of the kingdom, then the Lord releases grace upon us here on earth to be able to glorify him in heaven. Hallelujah. So every child of God, you need the grace to work in your life. People usually think that grace comes cheap or grace comes as easy as we say it. You know, others even use the acronym like getting restoration after crisis ends. And I like that because it spells out all the grace words that is in there. But listen, when you get crisis after um, the Lord gives you strength to overcome. It is not only grace, but God wants you to realize that whatever situation that comes in your life, it is for the benefit of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Whatever it is that you are in, whether you are a, a, a magistrate judge or whether you are a driver, whether you are a cook or whether you are a cleaner, whether a carpenter, whatever position you hold in this life, there is a place for you to use that position to benefit the kingdom. But for you to be effective and efficient using those positions to benefit the kingdom, you need the word grace. You need the the unseen of grace to come upon your life automatically. Amen. You need grace to function in your life. You need grace to be able to make effect in your life. You need grace to be able to work something inside of your life so that the people around you, the people in your community, the people around your world will be able to see the manifestation of the work of God through you and give glory to the Father in heaven. 
Hallelujah. Yesterday, I was coming through the Facebook. Uh, yesterday, I decided to take a lazy day. The whole day, I decided not to do anything for the first time in almost like six months. Hallelujah. Still, I had to do some few things, you know. Yeah. I, for six months, I said, I'm doing nothing. I will do nothing. I just decided to just have a chill day. And then I was coming through Facebook, and I saw that one of my brothers, who is on the platform, Dr. Frippon, was in a village sharing some books and sharing some stuff and uh, some materials to a school and uh, some deprived school and I, I was pleased and i was touched by that and i said this is what we are looking for hallelujah the little the lord has blessed him with the, the opposition the lord has blessed him with finds it necessary that he was he was willing to go and share with a with the deprived environment the needs of their life to meet some of these needs people of god if we carry a lot of resources if we are financially stable if we are having some sort of things going on for us it does not mean that we are supposed to become only the users but we are only stewards of everything that we possess everything that you and i we possess we are stewards of everything on that hallelujah whatever the lord gives what the bible says that what did we have or what do we have that we did not receive it was given from above therefore whatever it is that we possess in this life any achievement that comes into our life the lord wants you to use it to Further the gospel, to make the gospel useful, to make the gospel acceptable, to make the kingdom of heaven to become appreciable in the sight of men. Hallelujah. People will become uh, happy to see that there is a church in my community. One of the major things when I came to England 20 years ago or 24 years ago that I was surprised about is that every area, every community had a church building. And some of them were built by the people in the community. But now they've sold it to mocks and to people to do mocks and houses. They've turned into all kinds of stuff because they have lost the relevance of making the kingdom of God become effective in their lives. And so they have sold the buildings away. People of God, everywhere we stand, we have to realize that this grace is speaking. It is actually knocking at your door. It's knocking at my door. The grace of the Lord is knocking at our door to find expressing through us to be able to make effect the kingdom of God in our environment. So the Apostle Paul now with the book of Philippians, uh, he began to draw some few things that we need to do so that this grace can begin, begin to work through us effectively and efficiently. And then we came to the point of understanding some of these things that the grace does not come cheap. So there are some conditions that we need to meet. And we studied some of the conditions. Uh, uh, the first part of the conditions was that we have to become the subject of this grace. We also have to become the partaker of God's grace. We have to have the mindset. We have to have the heart, the desire, the drive, the Lord. I want to become a useful instru instrument in your hands. Hallelujah. I I remember some years ago, some years, years, years ago, I was praying that, Lord, if you want to become a minister of your gospel, I don't want to become an ordinary minister where people will be just messing about and all that, but I want to become a true child, a career of your word that can change life. 
that can bring positive impact in the life of people. Hallelujah. And so we came to the point of learning that we have to abound more and more in love also, because God is love. The Lord, the King, our King, He is love. And so if we want to get the particular or a piece of Him working through us, we have to become people of love. We also have to become people who approve things which are excellent. Amen. We have to be sincere. We have to also let offense be out of our lives. We have to be filled with the fruit of righteousness. Hallelujah. We have to let the life that we live become an image of the glory of the Lord by the word of God. Hallelujah. We have to also let our manner become of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have to stand fast in the spirit with one mind, with one heart, and with one understanding, striving together with one another. <laughs> Pardon me. For the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And also we have to realize that with this faith that we have come in, there will be a place of suffering. And none of those suffering will be a waste. We have to endure. Hallelujah. The Lord wants us to endure. We also have to have the mind of Christ. The mind of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have to have the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. That even though others will be stabbing him, others will be whipping him, even on the cross, he was asking for forgiveness for those who were killing him, crucifying him. You know, sometimes those are very, very powerful ones that I sometimes wonder, Lord, I say, I need grace. I need grace to pray for those who are uh, persecuting me. You know, because that's the only way I'm exemplifying Christ in my life. Hallelujah. So sometimes it is easy to say uh, some sort of a praise or acknowledge some or bless some people when they are doing good to you. But what about those who are hurting your life? What about those who are harming you? The Bible says that we have to have the mind of Christ and behave the same way, showing love. Amen. The scripture also says that we have to done everything without vain, without seeking for glory for ourselves. Amen. Because all glory goes to God. Everything, our perfect gift, the scripture says that it comes from above. So anything that we use the gifts of God in our lives to do, glory goes back to him. So we don't have to strive for anything in vain glory. So if we do that, it helps us to be able to let grace to find expression in us. We also have to esteem others, venerate others, value others like ourselves and even more than ourselves. We have to obey the gospel. We have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. I'm talking about the things that we need to do. Hallelujah. We also have to do all things without memory. Sometimes you ask somebody, oh, can you do this for me? Before they say yes, they'll give you all reasonable excuses before they say yes. Hallelujah. Knowing that, yeah. Oh, anyway, it's all right. I don't want to go too much. Amen. We have to also be blameless and harmless without rebuke of any, any person. Amen. And today, one of the things that the Lord wants us to do for grace, to find full expression in us, is to hold fast the word of God. Philippians chapter 2, verse 16, the Bible says that we have to hold fast the word of God. The word of the Lord, the Bible says that it was that was used to frame the worlds that we see. Everything that we see that we can touch, anything that we can feel, whatever it is that is in our world here, from Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1 coming down to verse 9 and 10, the Bible says that whole 
creations had to obey the voice of the Lord. And the voice is the word that the Lord spoke. And then it became what we can see according to John chapter 1. And so the Bible says that we have to hold fast the word of God. Every child of God who does not have the word of God in them will not be effective to be able to do the will of the Father. Without the word of God in you, actually, the word of the Lord inside of you is the weight or the buoyancy, the thing that gives you buoyancy in these stormy worlds that we find ourselves in. And therefore, if you lack the word of God, the enemy can use you as a dinner Particularly whenever there is a trouble, when you have the word of God, that is when you can stand face to face and face the enemy and overcome him with all his wiles and his trickery and all the wicked agenda that he has against the sons of God. The Bible says that the son, the parents of Samson will have to speak and say, The Lord, whatever you have spoken, let your word be thou established. Hallelujah. Because there was a need for a judge. Israel was in need for a judge. And there was no judge. And there was a visitation of an angel of God to Manoah. And then Manoah now came to the place of understanding that whatever God wants, I'm willing to give my whole life, my family to, uh, to him to do as he pleases. And then the prophetic word came through the angel of God to him and said, now listen, a year by this time, this time, I shall bring to pass these things. And then the Lord said, the, 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 the man said, now listen, if that that be the case, then let the word of the Lord be thou established. People of God, the word of God is what we need. If we don't hold fast whatever God has spoken concerning your life, if we don't carry the word of God with us anywhere we move, we will be defeated. I'm telling you, because the enemy knows the word himself. So he knows how to use the word as a way of tricking or making your argument weaker. So you've got to have the word of God inside of you. The Bible says in, in, in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, the scripture told us how to be successful in this life using the word of God. And so the Bible says that do not allow this word of God to depart from your mouth. Meditate upon it day and night so that you can make your way prosperous. So which means that we can become successful in every area God has given to us, if only we can allow the word of God to remain in us. People of God, the word of God is what David invoked when he was, he was at the point of death, when he was wrong, when he had made a mistake himself, when he has erred himself. He had to invoke the word of God. And he said, Lord, unto you that I come, and I prefer to lay down for you to actually kill me than to fall in the hands of my enemy. But I invoke your message. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in 2 Samuel 27, uh, verse 28, that he invoked the word of God and desired that the Lord will have mercy upon him. People of God, without the word of God, even in our moments of our weaknesses, we will not be able to rise up again. We have the word of God in us. The Apostle Paul says that we have to hold the engrafting word of God, the word that is able to edge on the destinies of our life, the word that is able to, cre to create some sort of things that can make our life much more livable in this life, the word must be held with higher esteem. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 50, 
The Bible says the word gives life. The word of the Lord gives life. And the Bible also says that the word of the Lord is settled forever. Hallelujah. The Bible also says that the word of the Lord is a lamp to our feet and a light to our feet. So if you fail to have the word of God, you will grow in darkness and you'll be touching things you are not supposed to touch. You'll be having things on which you are not supposed to have it. You'll fall in traps that you are not supposed to fall in because of the light of the word of God. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord, the Bible says in Psalm 109 verse 140, that it is pure. Hallelujah. There's no other patience in the word of God. In the word of the Lord is no weak. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is strong and powerful. The word of the Lord, the Bible says it is like a hammer. The scripture says the word of the Lord is like food. The Bible says the word of the Lord is like, like machete. Hallelujah. It's like a sword between the arrows and the marrows of bones. So the word of the Lord is something we've got to hold dear to our hearts. If we want to see grace, Working through us, we've got to value the word of God. Hallelujah. The wicked cannot stand the word of God. The reason why this world, now whenever you mention the name Jesus, it becomes like a ballistic missile that has been released in an atmosphere where nobody is aware. All of a sudden, everybody becomes attentive and they want to wonder what is going on that you mentioned Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. All because of the word of God. Hallelujah. So please, the word brings hope if there is hope that is losing in all your life. to need the word of God to bring the hope back in place. Amen. The other thing that the apostle wants us to also uh, familiarize ourselves with is to watch out for those who plans evil and, and insist on cutting themselves. This is a strange phenomenon, but I don't understand. I don't know much about this, but I've seen quite some few people. Who keep cutting themselves? Recently, I went to the shop to, to do some shopping with, with my wife and the kids, and we were in the shop. And then uh, I was at a tail pain, and my card will not, will not work. I don't even know why. Little did I know that there was not much enough money on the card. So I had to now transfer money from one account into the card, and, and it wasn't working. But whilst I was doing that, there was a queue behind me, and people were wondering what's going on. He's only 38 pounds. Why are you holding the queue and all that? And I could see the hands of this young lady who was serving us. There was so much marks on her hands and her body, and I was wondering what's going on. And then I remembered one of my colleagues who I worked with who spoke to me and confided in me and said, listen, I've always been suicidal. And every time it comes to my life and all that, and this is what happens. And he took his clothes off, his back, his front, his chest, his, all his body. I mean, he's known to the hospital like crazy because every time he cuts himself, that is the only way that pain, he feels that if he cuts himself, that's when pain comes out of his body. The enemy just wants to end the boy's life. And was helping him out with prayer. He's gone. He's moved on. Uh, people of God, so the Bible says that we have to be careful with such people. And also we have to move away from those that the enemy will use to plan evil. If you do that, grace begins to find its way in your life. Hallelujah. The scripture also says that we have to create a standard for others to follow. That is a good standard for others to follow. So in your workplace. 
Whilst others are stealing, stealing, you will never do that. Hallelujah. Whilst others are doing and jumping the queue, they will come late and they will leave early. You don't want to do that. Amen. The Bible says that we have to create a good standard for others to follow. When we do this, grace, grace begins to work through us. Amen. The Bible also says that we have to stand fast in the Lord which means that we are movable, nothing moves us, nothing shakes us, our trust and our confidence in God and in the Lord Jesus Christ will continue to abound in all things that we do, that we will not try to compromise on our faith and our trust and our confidence in our Lord Jesus Christ, saying that, oh Lord, forgive me this, oh, this is the only one that I'm going to do, I'm weak in this area. No, 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 no. He says that we have to stand fast in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We don't have to chicken out. We have to continue to confess the belief that we have had in him that Jesus Christ is the Lord over our life. Jesus Christ is the control over our destiny. Jesus, Jesus Christ is the one that we have believed and trusted in. If Jesus has not got value in you, then everything else that you will do shall be a failure. But if you allow Jesus Christ to find full expression in you, then grace automatically begins to work in you. If your confidence is in him and you stand fast in what he has done and brought through you, then you will surely see the manifestation of grace working in you. People of God, people of God, the kingdom of heaven has always gain a sense of violence or things that shakes us one way or the other. But those who stand fast to their faith, their confession of their faith, and those who see the glory of the Lord working through them. Hallelujah. Everywhere you see a man doing well in the kingdom of God, there are those who are tested of trouble and the attacks of the enemy and still did not compromise in their faith. They did not compromise in their faith. They continue to hold on fast to the confession of their faith in their Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The scripture also says that we have to be a helping hand for all those who work in the kingdom of our God. So everyone that is in here, those who are working on our website and those who are supporting us to buy the, the servers to be able to run our website so that we don't have to be relying on people and for people to detect how we have to do our church and everything. Listen to me. You are part and partaker of the kingdom's agenda. If you are helping out, if you are supporting, if you are helping in any way, you are one of those that grace is finding its expression through you. So the word says that if we want to see the manifestation of grace, we have to lend helping hand to the kingdom of our God. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture also says that we have to uh, let our moderation be known unto all men. We don't have to make it too hard for others to, uh, to also express themselves. We don't have to make life difficult for people deliberately. Our position, our place of respect that we occupy, anyone that comes into your life, they must be able to find it easy to work with you. They must be able to find it enjoyable to be able to be in your company. The moment the seal, the mark, the light of joy must, must gleam through their eyes. That mm, I've seen my brother, I've seen them, my man, I've seen my, my sister. These are the men that can keep me going. If you do that, the scripture says that grace begin to work through you. Hallelujah. We can find that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 3. I think I have to give the scriptures so that you can put something down. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, the Bible says that we have to rejoice in the Lord always. For grace to work, one of the conditions is that you have to become a person who celebrates and, and is deliberately joyous in the Lord always. Hallelujah. Verse 5, the Bible says that we have to, oh, oh I do verse 5. The verse 5, it says we should do our moderation. And verse 6 says, never let anything in this life make you anxious. I'll say it again. This is the easiest way the Bible put it. Don't be anxious for anything. But I will express it, express it in my local language. Don't allow anything to threaten you. Don't let anything to give you sleepless night. If there is anything that will give you sleepless night, let it be the situation of the souls of men willing to be saved that you are desiring that the Lord will bring them to the light that you have known. But apart from that, the Bible says that never ever let anything put you in a place of anxiety where you cannot sleep, where you are panting all over the place and you are stressed or, or getting yourself stressed out and all over the place and allowing those even people around you to get stressed because you are stressed. The scripture says that never be anxious about anything. Don't let anything keep you awake all night except to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is one of the ways that grace begins to find expression. I think that it is related to something that the scripture said earlier on, where the Bible says that we shouldn't let, let anything to uh, anything of, let's say, uh, confusion or misunderstanding, misrepresentation, and all that be, become part of our life to harbor any kind of offense in us. The Bible says we should let go. It's one of the conditions. So this one and that one marries together. And I think that if we can work with a free heart, every time, every time that I have ever walked with a free heart, I have always seen the glory of God. But every time I've burdened myself with thinking about how to do it, hallelujah, how to do it. One of the ways one of my spiritual fathers taught me and said, listen, son, if you have the conviction in you, take the step and leave the consequences to God to complete it. And I think that it's a good example for me to share with you today that from if you did not learn anything at all today, from today, any step you want to take, if you get the conviction of the Holy Spirit in your heart, always take the step by the faith that is in Christ Jesus and let the rest of the trouble or the conditions or consequences that may come after that, let that be on Christ because he will bring the solutions to it. Hallelujah. So anxiety, that is uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. He says that we should not allow any anxiety to rest in our heart. We should, we should never be anxious for anything. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says that we have to always think what is right. If the grace of God will work in you, you have to have a thinking that is right. The, the things, the things that you think about, the thoughts of your mind, the imaginations of your heart, all those things that goes inside of you up and down, that you will reason them that eyes cannot see and ears cannot hear. You know, it is inside of you. The Bible says that your thought must be right. Because God 
is the only one who has the direct image and understanding of what goes on inside of our minds. My grandma will say that if head is like Popo, it can be easily split out to see what the seeds looks like. But whatever goes on in between your ears, nobody knows. And it's only God who sees the unseen and knows the unknown and understands the things which are complicated and will be able to know what's going on in you. So if you are thinking a negative thought, remember that God will never allow his grace to work through you with the negative conceptions that goes on in your mind. So be a person that has a clean thinking. So always think what is right in the sight of God. Grace is knocking on our doors, hoping that we will allow these conditions to work through us, that the Lord will find divine expression in us to glorify himself. The last one that I want to share with you today is to act. Act. To do these that we have spoken about in verse 9, Philippians chapter 4, verse 9, we've got to act. You've got to act. You have to act on everything that we have spoken today and all that you have heard all over. Make sure that you act on them. If you don't do what you have learned, what you have heard, what you have received and seen of the word of God, then there is no place that the Lord will be glorified through you. So people of God, if we want to see the word grace manifesting itself in us, we have to realize that there is a place in our life that we've got to act on that that the Lord has given to us. This is what the Lord has sent me to share with you and today being the last uh, final conditions that the Lord has given to me to share with you. I'm trusting that by the grace of God, you will begin to walk in these aspects of life so that your life will become an example of his glory, a career of the favor of God, the power manifester through you, wherever you stand, stretching your hands to pray for people, things will begin to work in your life. Men will stand and say that, oh, wow, the Lord is working through this person. All because you gave, you allow yourself for grace to work through you. And then the Lord is also finding his expression to show himself strong in this life. So people of God, grace is not cheap. There are conditions that need to be met. And these are the three uh, points of conditions that I have given to you all. I've done my bit by the grace of God. I did not hold anything back. I trust that by the Lord's message, I have given everything from my heart that he shown me in his word. And I'm praying with you today that also share with others. Hopefully, they may be able to learn some stuff out of it. Uh, it's on Spotify. This number three will also go on Spotify. Hopefully, if I get my designs done. Oh, yeah, my design is done already. So there is no excuse. I'm, I'm sharing this with you. So uh, today you will find this point number three online. You can share with friends all over the place so that we can see Christ working through us everywhere. The church can become relevant again in our communities, in our cities, in our colleges, everywhere we find ourselves. If not, we will not see the glory of God and laws and regulations will keep 
bouncing up and bouncing up or to, to bring the church under subjection and the church will not find any expression anymore in our communities. But please, if we let grace work through us, then the church, uh, the community has no choice but to allow the church to function. If only grace is working through you. Hallelujah. Thank God for this. Father, I pray that may your name be glorified. May you be thou exalted. Be lifted up higher, O God, for your word has come to us. Help us to walk with it, O God. Help us to act in them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. With these conditions of grace, it is only your strength that can help us to do that. And we are willing. We are prepared. We are ready for it, O God. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, O God, for these conditions of grace that have been brought to us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen.